Attention Cloud9 shoppers. Hello and welcome back to the Break Room, a Superstore Fan Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have our co-host Aylan Rowan. Hello. And Casey McGeorge. How is it going, everybody? The last time we'll hear that for who knows when on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> uh, it's going good. Mm-hmm. It's going good. Uh, the days are just flying by for me, actually. And I really mean that. I know there's a lot going on, but how I hope everyone is doing really well. I know... For some people, this is a very trying time. And for some people, they're probably about to murder the person that they're with. <laughs> I, I really hope everyone's doing well under the circumstances. And uh, everyone's safe and everyone's health is, is in good standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, doing, I'm doing great. Hopefully everybody else is as well. If not, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, check in on your friends. Check in on your family, you know via FaceTime, Skype, or regular phone calls. Or if you live close enough, knock on the door and say hi through the window. Uh, I've seen a lot of photos (laughs) and stuff like that. Yeah, so today we are talking about California, part one, which was directed by Betsy Thomas and written by Deo Adesokan. I probably butchered that. I'm so sorry. April 23rd is when that episode premiered. After Mateo and Cheyenne disagree on the best way to celebrate her 21st birthday, Cheyenne enlists Bo's help. Much to Garrett's chagrin, Glenn plays matchmaker to help Jerry and Sandra complete their family, and Dina attempts to help Amy keep a big secret from Jonah. Uh, Initial thoughts, everybody? I thought it was okay. There were some things I didn't like about it. Specifically, I didn't really care much for for the Cheyenne storyline or really much of the Amy storyline. <laughs> I did like the Sandra storyline uh, with with uh, Glenn and Garrett being in on that. Uh, I did like that one, but obviously doesn't feel like a finale because mm-hmm. it wasn't supposed to be the finale. Right. So. Yeah, I think that's pretty much how I felt about it for the most part also. There were some things I enjoyed about it, but yeah, if we're going to sort of compare two other endings and finales for the seasons. It doesn't feel like much happened or much was going on, but of course, yeah, like you said, that's because it wasn't intended to be our finale. Having said that, as we're going to get into it, I was fairly happy um, with the way this episode ended with Amy and Jonah. So I will say that. Casey? Uh, for me, uh, this was, I I know there was weirdness around this because everything got shut down and they had to kind of rework this and make this the finale and and so on and so forth. So this one was just kind of so-so for me. Mm -hmm. There were some good parts, but there were some parts throughout the whole episode I was just kind of cringing at. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's start first with Cheyenne and Mateo, our Chateau. So surprisingly, no, no, uh, no, no hate for Mateo this week. A very little hate for me. He was the sane one, right? <laughs> he was, but I also got to say, you got to know your friends, man. Yeah. Like he's got to know that his ideas are not going to sit well with Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. Like as as close as they are, as close as they seem to be. 
And, and I get it. Like, surprisingly, Cheyenne said that he's supposed to be the responsible one. Uh, <laughs> Jeebus, if that's the case. Just the fact that, like I said, it, it, like, it, as well as they know each other, you would think that he would be a little more out there and not try and be sophisticated at all or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just, that, that was kind of off to me. Like, it felt forced. Well, yeah, and especially given that, you know, we know how out there Cheyenne is. And again, I know there's obviously some age gap there between them, but yeah, I, I know. It is it is kind of odd and surprising that Mateo wouldn't, um, you know, initially think to do something really ala- extra. elaborate I mean, and extra, yes, you know. because and Mateo's very extra himself. Yeah, like. right. And, I mean, it's her 21st birthday party. Like, this isn't a um, tea party or shower. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's not a wine and cheese fest. No. no. I didn't see, I didn't see Cheyenne as being, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't see any of this, her issue with it being that it wasn't uh, something, like, extravagant. It just, what her and Bo come up with seems just very trashy, to be uh-huh. honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Mateo would have never came up with anything that trashy. That's true. Uh, it, but, so, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so I, I got to say this, too. I think I know how uh, Cheyenne and Bo are able to survive um, with their very young child. Because apparently, uh, after she, after Bo... Which we, we got Bo back this episode, so that's always great. Yeah, he was probably the best part <laughs> for me. After he made his fantastic trailer there, and there's if you go on the subreddit, there's a list of all the celebrities that scrolled by. Oh, yeah. Um, they're supposed <laughs> to appear at the party. Um, but after after Bo or someone posted it and a friend posted it, it's apparently very big in the foot fetish community. So yeah. something tells me Cheyenne and her friends are foot fetish models. Mm-hmm. Do, do you, but hey, I uh, did not see that one coming. And what is with this show and feet? I don't know. I That's true. I forgot about that. Uh, maybe somebody there has foot fetish. I don't know. <laughs> somebody clearly did, the foot killer. <laughs> Dude, maybe, maybe both. I don't know. But So, yeah, they got 500 people into buying tickets for this thing. And then Cheyenne has to ask, like, is there a thing where you have to, if you promise someone, like... You have to give them what you promise. <laughs> yeah. Legally. Yeah, that was one epic trailer. It was. Even Mateo, who after he saw it, he was like, yeah. Uh, I mean, he started to say, how are you going to get all, all those things? And then just even looking at Cheyenne and Bo, he's like, oh, well, never mind. Yeah, it's it's the fact that it looks really, it looks really cool. And they're just like, yeah, it does. <laughs> I will say this, and it'll probably be a surprise to a lot of people. I felt a little bad for Mateo this episode. What? Because um, obviously with Bo coming in and just basically, like, saying everything that everyone's thinking and, like, oh, you're really going to, oh, you're not writing that down. You're just pretending, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bo. Wow. Let's oh, that's, that's take a moment. This is a moment in history. Casey um, has sympathy toward Mateo. <laughs> no, it's not the first time. I know. It's not the first time, but it's one of the few it's times. It's something about the finales, I guess, yeah. last year. And this yeah. Year. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so any, anything else really to say about this portion? 
Not really. No, I don't think so. Other than probably for me, like I just said, uh, Bo was... It was great to see him. I always loved seeing Bo and... uh, God love him. Yeah. Oh, and I will say, I just remembered that after I watched the episode, even though, like, the birthday stuff in in this episode was kind of okay, I was wondering, since, again, this isn't, or wasn't intended to be our finale, I was kind of wondering about, like, the the actual finale, or what's probably going to be now next season's premiere, I would have maybe actually liked to have seen her birthday party. That's actually, you know, like, I thought we were going to get that. But, of course, you know, the show's, the episode's not long enough. But, like, I almost kind of thought there was going to be a couple-day time jump so we'd get to see a little bit of the party. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I definitely would like to see how, how trashy yeah. and just how how bad this thing turns out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, for sure. Yeah. As long as there's no goat slaughtering, we're good. <laughs> All right. All right, so next let's go to to uh, Garrett and Sandra and Jerry and Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, this was this was something I, I, I really had a lot of issues with. <laughs> yeah, uh, in, in a few different ways. Uh, like I said, I've always said Glenn is a good person, but a, a horrible manager. He meant well, but. You know, starting and having someone bringing an addition into your family is a very big deal. And it shouldn't really just be rushed. No. Yeah. <laughs> and Glenn was trying to rush something. And as someone who went through several foster homes myself and eventually was adopted, um, it's not easy on anybody in the process. It's never easy on the family. It's definitely not easy on the child, especially if they're a teenager, which I think I was. Mm-hmm. I was like 10 or 11 when the whole process started with me. And once again, I know he meant well with everything, but like this one really struck a chord with me, and this one just really bothered me that he was just so pushy about everything. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and the, the way that they even make him like a used car salesman or yeah. like a car salesman there with the – Oh, I got approval to have him stay at your house tonight. Just like they do with the cars. Like, oh, you can take it home tonight and bring it back tomorrow or whatever, <laughs> you know. Like, what do I have to do to put this child yes. at your home tonight? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what I did like, though, is seeing, you know, Garrett was actually very, you know, kind of caring here. Yes. And this yeah. was the redeeming part for me because Glenn was annoying in it. But uh, was was you know, Garrett making sure Sandra knew he didn't have, you know, like she didn't have to accept this, you know, like kind of Garrett putting the foot down there, but the fact that her and Jerry are such pushovers, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, Jerry was, I guess, completely cool with it. Honestly, do we really think Jerry would, what were they on the phone or no? Were they actually on the phone together or not? I I think she probably was. Um, but, Mm -hmm. From what we know of Jerry and his personality, is he really going to just say anything else other than okay? No, like, exactly. The, yeah. the only time we saw him fired yeah. up in his little cra- in the crabby sweater. It's about Jonah. Thought, yeah. So I mean, like. And yeah. even then, he said, "I don't like that," <laughs> or something like that I when still he was think yelling. Punch Jonah. But. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we know Jerry doesn't exactly get worked up very easily <laughs> and, and even even then with the whole even if it is for a teenager with the whole adoption process i mean there's 
like Glenn was correct. The whole process can take a very long time, but usually there's like home visits, um, mm-hmm. and income verifications. They have to do like serious background checks. You know, th- th- there's a lot of different things that have to happen. Um, so Glenn couldn't just call in a favor and be like, oh, you can just put them in your house tonight. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it was definitely another Glenn moment of, again, him maybe having good intentions, but going about it in a, the very wrong way. <laughs> and, and most importantly with that, it, it has to be something. And we kind of saw at the end of that story that maybe Sandra was, you know, did have some sort of a connection with, I don't even want to call uh-huh. him a child, even though he is, but like Garrett said, like, he's a man. He could have kids of his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was huge. He could be a grandparent he very looks, soon. <laughs> he looks older than however old he's supposed to be. Um, he looked like he was 32. <laughs> I know. Anymore, I think it's so funny when you see actors who are supposed to be playing teenagers, and I'm like, dude, those people look older than I am, and I'm 30-something. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, like, there has to be some sort of a connection there through the family and everything. Like, it, And we saw that there was something there towards the end, but, like... Yeah, that was a pretty cute moment. Yeah, that's the only thing that really made me feel uh, really better about the whole storyline is that, mm-hmm. you know, he, he says mom and you know like when she's trying i guess like hold his hand and and yeah uh, she you know he just uh she starts giving like a little smile there right because it's kind of like typical teenagers and he what does he say he's like mom stop yeah <laughs> or something like that like you're but embarrassing me his hand looks like they're dating he's so big <laughs> yeah well actually now you see you bring up another good point because this is something that um earlier in this storyline that Sandra says to Glenn. But when he starts, when he's talking about all of this, remember how he sort of snidely says um, it's harder to either get pregnant or have kids at our age? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you remember he says that? And that yeah. made me wonder how old Sandra is in, re- in, a, in comparison to Glenn because it's been um, kind of said back when he was with Cheyenne on the roof in that one episode that Glenn is in his, you know... 50s or um, 60s, I think. Late 50s, probably early 60s, maybe. Late 50s at the the youngest, like... No, yeah, I think he's definitely... uh, But then, yeah, I was like, well, how old is Sandra supposed to be? I don't know how old Coleco is in real life, so... Here's my question. How in the hell are the writers going to put, okay... Sandra's from Hawaii. We got that. Cool. But Sandra says she's never been to the beach. I know. <laughs> she's said that before, too. It's not even possible. Like, like I'm fired up and upset. That's not even possible. What do you mean? Well, I mean, if you're in Hawaii, I mean, the whole thing's pretty much a beach. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn island, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think she's she's not been to Hawaii. She's just Hawaiian in terms of her what she is but that's why it's funny that they because they've referenced that before that Sandra hasn't been to the beach and of course I think that just you know means that like they live in St. Louis and Sandra's never been anywhere outside of there that's the only way I'll buy that is if she wasn't born there she's just 
of Hawaiian descent. But if if they're saying like she's actually like lived in Hawaii before she came to St. Louis, like what the hell are you doing, Riders? Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that's the way I've always taken it anyway. Um, because she's just Hawaiian in terms of, like I said, what she is, but, um, she's not been there. Yeah. But that's why it's funny that she's always like, I've never been to the beach except you're Hawaiian. So like the irony. (laughs) Dude, maybe her six foot two, 32 year old son is the foot killer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that guy's so big. <laughs> Maybe they'll all go on a family um, vacation sometime next season to Hawaii. <laughs> Dude, she's only got like six months with him before he turns 18 and he's out of the house. <laughs> yeah. I know. And then she'll have to go adopt a younger kid. Yeah, yeah, then they can go adopt a baby. But this will be yeah. like the practice run. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I handle the teenager. What... How much work can a baby be? <laughs> it's Easter, man. He's only got like two months before he's out of high school, for Christ's sake. <laughs> right. Oh, man. What is... Uh, <laughs> anything else to say about this one? <laughs> now I think we can move on to the main plot. All right, let, let's, let's go 1B here real quick with... Dina trying to keep this secret from Joda before we get to oh the main yeah, yeah, plot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So one <laughs> with her eye. <laughs> it's like a dead pixel in a TV screen. <laughs> oh, I love Lauren Ash. She is so fantastic. But Dina is a horrible liar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah, that didn't last very long, just like I thought it wouldn't. <laughs> Two, I love this episode so much from the perspective I got so much bread in it. <laughs> His Easter Bunny costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the uh, yes. I love when he's on break. He doesn't even leave the area. He just takes off his hel- uh, like <laughs> mask and he's like yeah. just sitting there eating his lunch. Yeah. Well, it's for two reasons. A, that thing is probably so heavy and hot. Like I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I knew someone who did dress up as Easter Bunny that was walking around Walmart uh, when they when <laughs> I was working there. I knew the lady that did it, and she said the same thing. The thing that costume was so hot. Um. Well, you know, and and now they do the <laughs> selfies with the Easter Bunny and Santa, um, for pedophile reasons and and mainly because everyone has their own phone and camera nowadays and two i love the fact that glenn begged uh glenn begged corporate to play the easter bunny and corporate told him anyone who asked more than three times we're gonna say no to for pedophile reasons and garrett had to be the voice of reason and say you know what i think i'm gonna side with corporate on this one yeah yeah that was great But now, oh, I don't... Man. Why did Jonah think that Dina was the bunny? I must because have, like, Dina, been looking down and Dina had d- missed said at that. one point that Brett looked tired and she was going to take over for it. Oh. Yeah, because I'm just, like, I see Jonah, like, yelling. Not yelling, but, you know. And then, like, he's like, you, no, he's all right, kids. Easter, buddy. Yeah. He, he was like, all right, kids, look away. And he takes the head off of Brett. <laughs> 
love and, that man. I and love Dina so much. is standing over there with Amy, and she's just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> There's no way of getting that costume. It's it's soaked in pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and oh, he's man. oh, talk about disturbing for those poor children. <laughs> No, you uh, you want to hear disturbing? And you might not be able to. I'm sure you can find it. Seeing it, you can find anything. Look up and Google like pictures scared of the Easter, like kids scared of the Easter Bunny. Oh yeah, I've seen some of that. Yeah. Some of the kids are so frightened, and some of the Easter Bunnies look so demented for whatever reason. They are. That's what I was saying. Not to get off topic, but I even put a thing on Facebook about that. I said, you know. Thanks. That's the only thing. Thanks to what's going on is that all the little kids didn't have to get their pictures taken with the scary Easter bunnies this year, because <laughs> they couldn't. <laughs> I love Brett so much, and his little tour of the <laughs> store on Facebook was so awesome. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, you have to check that out, for sure. So I guess that's enough of that one. But Dina, <laughs> Dina herself is a horrible liar. What else did she say? Uh, she she brought up the lazy eye thing that that, that Joe yeah. Joe's gonna have to take care of her and then yeah gonna have to take care of her. Um, she said like a couple of different things and his face is just like what you know he's just like looks like looking at her like she's because she well, started getting too specific and giving too much yeah. info like <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, because she even says, like, I'm I'm excited about that for you. Like, what he has to look forward to, like, or something, with taking care of Amy like that. <laughs> oh, God. Dina. Okay, and to tie this into our, our the full story, the 1A story, I thought she was actually going to California. I didn't realize she was still staying, like, region, like. So that yeah, made a little I more sense. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, yeah. Yeah. Interview. yeah mm-hmm. I thought initially, like. Same. Yeah. She was going out to California for the interview, and coming back like the same day. Yeah. yeah. But but the, but then when that brought up, I was like, because she was like, oh, I'm just gone for the day, and I was like, wait a minute, like, is Zephyr sending a private plane? I was like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. I was thinking that too initially. Yeah. All right. So, Amy goes to her regional interview. Side note: a horrible job in trying to hide her pregnancy in this episode. I didn't that, notice yeah. at all, actually. Now, that could be A, because I was really looking. But, like, oh. they kept trying to put her behind something. It just didn't work. Uh, she was holding her, like, um, bag and some stuff in front of her a lot of the time. Yeah. And that blazer to, was really big. Yeah. They, they kept trying to put her behind, like, yeah, so they didn't do a very good job of trying to hide this one. Like, well, she it, was probably really pregnant at this point. Well, no, I, I get that. I'm, yeah. I, like, I'm not knocking that. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. But at yeah. other, other points and other times, they've done better jobs of... I think this is probably the farthest along she's been while pregnant on the show. Yeah, because when she was pregnant during Town Hall, the season, what was that, three finale... She still didn't even look remotely as showing as she is now. You know, like, you could tell she was pregnant, but not, like, that much. Well, well not only that, but, like, and it, 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 to me, it seems like maybe some of those scenes, like, when they knew of the impending shutdown, like, 
fit. Like mm-hmm. they might have their hand might have been forced because they had to get these scenes in, right? In order to meet the deadline for whenever the shutdown started out here. Yeah. So it could be something. Maybe if they had more time, it, it, they could have, you know, done more takes or shot it differently. But based on the situation, you know, they already lost an episode to the shutdown and. The only time um, <clears throat> I really kind of sort of noticed during this episode was actually at the very end, which we'll get into, but because you can tell there's like some space slightly between her and Jonah during the hug, like her feet anyway, and that's because her baby bump is between them. Well, there was that. Like, I, and I, like, I just noticed these weird things, but like she, like she always, I just know she always had something in front of her throughout the entire episode, but there was, like, it just didn't work well for me. So, anyway. The interview. The interview. Is it just me or were those two interviewing her kind of creepy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> A little bit. I, I couldn't I quite it figure it out. I mean, do you guys think that they were, like, had an, you know, ulterior motive or? 100%. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, the way they I, reacted I to too. her saying that, yeah. Yeah. They're like, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I definitely... That's why it was so funny that Amy sort of... Yeah. Go ahead. She kind of called him out. Yeah. And, and sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's done from some of these companies just to be able to show that they have diversity on their staff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you ever if you ever notice, and it's probably been a while for all of us, if you ever look at like college brochures, they always try to do their best, most colleges anyway, about having diversity throughout their like throughout most of their things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have like some, you know, there's mm-hmm. always like a group of diverse people hanging out together. There's always like some black kid like in a in like some horrible science lab like <laughs> looking up at a beaker or something with goggles on like <laughs> But they do stuff like that, and they, they do it to try and just give the impression. Yeah. You know. And then when you're sitting there, in, and so this, like, when she's in the waiting room with everybody, it, it makes yeah. me think back to listening to a lot of podcasts where you hear stories about people going in for uh, jobs that they're reading for, uh, when they're going in for auditions, and they go right. into these auditions, and everybody they see looks almost exactly like them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so you can tell, like, okay, they're looking for a certain type. Um, yeah. And everyone who's auditioned for anything out here says the same thing. Like, usually they go in and it's like, oh, okay, well, they're looking for a tall blonde. And so, like, you look right. in this waiting room and there's like 58 people like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was funny how, I mean, at first it was just Amy and what, like, a two or other people. But then, like, by the time it gets to be her turn, there's, like, five Some or six other yeah. Yeah, Latina like women co- out there. I think the greatest line throughout the whole thing was, like, the one of the ladies came out, and he was like, well, she could be Greek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me, but it did. Yeah. How coincidental. So, I, I will say that uh, it took a lot of, took a lot of, I don't want to say, well, I guess I'll say, took a lot of balls or ovaries for Amy to do what she did where she called him out on it. Mm-hmm. That's not something 99.9% of people would do, obviously. 
Um, but she just wasn't comfortable there, and she saw exactly right through what they were doing. So I don't, I don't really blame her for it. Yeah, and I think what helped too with that um, for her to say it was the fact that she was already so um, had it in her head that she wasn't going to get it. You know that she said that um, and called them out on it because she was just like, oh, what do I? you know, have to lose. I'm not going to get this job anyway. And then she said that. And then surprisingly, they kind of, they probably in a way liked that she was so forward like that, you know. Or conspiracy theory. That's a great segue into my conspiracy theory. Uh, (laughs) They did it so she wouldn't raise a fuss about them trying to hire just a Latina. That's how I kind of saw it too, is that the reason they offer it to her is that they want to show her that she's wrong that it mm-hmm. wasn't just because of that, and um, what so better way to do that than hire the person that calls you out on it? I guess. And, and yeah. they don't want anybody going to like EO yeah. or anything yeah. else. Yeah. For just trying to that's hire true. nothing but a Latina. So yeah, uh, I mean that's just my conspiracy theory. It could be wrong. Oh. Yeah. Um, I love Amy's big glasses when her and. Uh, Dina come back in. I don't know why yeah. those tickled me. It almost worked. It almost worked if Jonah would have bought the eye doctor thing. I yeah. know. Yeah. I kind of wish we had gotten a scene where, like, he went up to, like, after that cut to commercial break, where um, when they came back, Amy was trying to still play up the eye doctor thing. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's where it's going to get dicey. Because I have my own thoughts about the whole thing where she gets the phone call and accepts the position to go out to California. Music provided by bensound.com. <laughs>